can you can you get enough? I, 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 at times, I'm satiable, but oh, yeah. only at times. Well, how do you feel at this moment? I can get more. I could. I you can could, get more. I could take more. Nice. Are you busy earning? Things that you should never see on a porn set. No, I could take more. No, I could take more. I could take more. It probably happens a lot, actually. Yeah. Like, uh, come on. I can take more. Come on. That's all you got? You, come here. I'm the camera guy. Yeah. Top 10 things a, por- a male porn star does not want to hear. That's all you got? Oh. That, that all you're oh, working? Oh, for shame. That, that, that it? Okay. It's the worst. Hi. Hey. Ladies and gentlemen, that lovely pornish voice that you hear is the great and wonderful Mr. Jefferson Bergy. <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> a little quick tank conversation. How are you, buddy? I am medium well. Things medium are, well. Things are pretty good. Which finger is it when you press when you press the little fleshy part? You ever seen that with steaks? There's there's certain fingers that you press down. You like know, the pinky is gonna be like well done, medium. How is well, this the first medium rare? I You're worked like, yeah. in steakhouses. Rare. I worked for Mike Ditka for eight or nine years, and I never used my hand to talk about. Mike never showed you. No, it was like so he's pushing. This is radio gold, by yeah, the way. Yeah. You take you take your finger, make like an OK symbol. Okay. You get your finger and thumb. That you press it down. That's how rare feels. You press the fleshy part of your thumb, oh. which is also when you're a cannibal. That's supposed to be the best part of the human. Really? Yeah, the it fries up real well. Yeah, it's like mm, interesting. You know, less fat, good muscle. Uh-huh. And so middle finger is going to be like whatever the next level is. Medium well, or no medium, and then oh. medium well, and then the pinkies. You're like you're well. Oh. So that's how you can like test meat and test your fingers. See, we're learning things. That's incredible. We're learning things together well, already. Here I am. Now, just I think it's been three, close to uh, three or four months now of me not having a restaurant job for the first time in 17 years. Right. Um, Congrats. So it's never too late to learn stuff that I might use when the music thing don't work. I go back to. Work. Well, you can swing on by and just like show your friends. Yeah. Hey, everybody. I was on this program and hey. we're talking about porno and then. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I'm just just been, no, I'm not. I'm not. I don't need my job back. I've just came here to, to touch my hand in front of you. <laughs> sure. And then, oh, oh, table for one. And then leave. Oh, okay, Do I still get my discount? Great. Yeah, you're a good guy. Great. I bet you were great. What was your particular role? Uh, I was a I was a server. I was Good. A, yeah, for for many years I called myself a singer songwriter server. There you go. Because that's what you do when you get a degree in music. They give you an apron. Okay. They give you a little pepper scepter when you come out of college. Oh, say, it, which is a shaker as well. Sure, it's also a uh, weapon of sorts too. Oh, I believe it. Um, and so I th- I did that for a very long time. Oh, cool. But the problem with that, especially in Chicago, mm. the steakhouses are so fantastic and there's a good living to be made that it also is a trap, you know? Oh, absolutely. So it's like, oh, I can work five nights a week, make my nut, and then not do anything mm-hmm. otherwise. So that's why I didn't make music for a long time. It took it took it over. Yeah. Damn. In, until so how do you feel now, now that you're a free bird, free bird? Um, I feel good. I feel good. I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, I was spinning a lot of plates before that, you know, to try to figure out how to make the transition from uh, from part-time musician hmm. to uh, to full-time. So it took a little bit. For some reason, as soon as I said part-time, all I could think of was... That's all I could think of. I said part-time, and I'm like, oh. Um, do you know who sang that part, by the way? I have no idea. This is fun trivia. That part of the song, the... By the way, are you singing Stevie Wonder? Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Part-time lover. Luther Vandross. What? Yeah. That's it. That part always sounded like my father, and it was so funny because that song is directly about adultery. Yeah. And he totally did that to my mom. Part-time father. Kind of crappy father. Yeah. 
Good soul. Love you, Ruben. <laughs> Water under shout, that bridge. Shout out to Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> lady, lady killed. I yeah. mean, truth be told, he did that to the first wife with my mom. They ran away together, ran to Louisiana, uh-huh. popped out little David. Gotcha. All right, so he almost played the asshole clause. Are you familiar? No. The asshole clause is something that in some men. I mean, I, I, I never I used it. But the asshole clause is buddy. like when you... Uh, musicians have used it for years mm-hmm. where um, a woman uh, a, approaches a, a man and says, you know, I'm interested, and they get, you know, hooked up. But when the guy then flirts with other women, it's like, well, how do you think I met you? Oh, uh, you know? Yeah. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, yeah. you knew I was an asshole. You signed up for this. Yeah, this is what you were into. All of a sudden? So, yep. so I'm, I'm sorry to hear that your dad worked, worked that, that angle. Hey, it happens. But if he didn't, you wouldn't have been here. People. Exactly. And I'm he had so to moan happy. and groan and then pop out David. It's great. It's pump and grunt. Yeah, yeah. it's good. <laughs> I don't see nothing wrong with it. Um <laughs> so there you go. The I never had asshole clause. I had I had writing clause, where like oh. I always write things down. I got my notebook. Right. I'm writing, 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 right. and it's like intriguing. I think they want to know. Yeah. What's he doing? Yeah. What is it? What is yeah. it? And then all of a sudden, you're just like always writing. Like, what are you writing about? Like, why can't I doing? see what you're writing? Yeah. It's like because the, you knew this when we were getting into this yeah. thing. You know that I'm a I'm a private man, and I gotta yeah. express myself with yeah. word. Yeah. It's like you remember that day where. We were first started hanging out, and uh-huh. I let you see everything I was writing. Yeah. yeah no, because it never happened. Oh. You remember that? Remember, uh, it didn't yeah. happen. I went so, so, yeah. Uh, so, I, I mean, I, I can't say that I've... Well, maybe I've used that, that approach in the past, but... Hey, have you ever have uh, you ever used uh-oh. the uh, have you ever used for me, it's like using music for, for... I guess it's not evil, but I feel like it's evil. Like to, like, target a woman and seduce her at a party and things like that. Um... Have you used it in that fashion? You know what? I can honestly say no. Nice. Which I'm very happy about because you. I've seen that stuff done and uh-huh. it just gives me the heebie-jeebies. It's, it's so... It's yeah. like, this is a song for someone who's out here tonight. Yeah. They know who they are. Yeah. It's like... It's you, Rachel. Yeah. It's you. <laughs> Not you. Tiff. For you, <laughs> Tiffany. It used to be about you, Claudia, but yeah. now it's, now it's yeah, more about Tiffany. Pretty, yeah. Tiff's cute. <laughs> Claudia's got a little lazy eye. No, I've I've never I've never I've never used that method, and I'm glad I have. But you know, the woman I'm super in love with and been with for now two and a half years, mm-hmm. Yvonne, she she sought me out by seeing me perform. Mm-hmm. So, um, and she actually saw me on a night where, oh, am I admitting this right now? Yeah, I'm admitting I'm I'm admitting this right Get now. Get it, brother. Um, that I was um, currently hanging with two other women at the same time. So it's a good thing she actually didn't approach me that night. Yeah. So it would have been like, I, uh, hands I are full. I gotta, they're twins. Yeah. I gotta, they can join. I, I'm sure you're wonderful, but I, I, uh, so she just kind of put it in her little notebook. Dude, she, like, she came and got me. She, um, you were actually, I think at one of those shows where she came, there was a milk bar show years ago. This is now going on close to three years, I guess at this point, it was like me and, Jeff DeSira and I think Chelsea Coleman was playing that night. Mm. Um, just a milk bar singer songwriter. Yeah. Slate your wrist showcase. Mm-hmm. And um, and she came to that one because she looked online and, and found my information and saw that I was going to be playing. And oh, she was already hooked up. She, she so she came. She came to that show, and 
said like, "Hey, good good job," like in passing, but like didn't talk to me. And then she uh, reached out to me via the interwebs. Nice. And found me. Intelligent. So, yeah. That's good. She's a golden little nugget. Thank you. I, I like her, so man. She, she's such a bright little light. Well, on our first date, we talked about Primus, Tom Waits, mm-hmm. Ween, mm-hmm. and Frank Zappa. Okay. So I was like, mm, this is different. Yeah. Never had this before. <laughs> I go on. <laughs> you want to tell me like that you love Overnight Sensation by Frank Zappa? Okay. Good. <laughs> if Dynamo Hum is your deal, then I'm, I'm down. <laughs> I'll give you one of those. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Something about sniffing my thumb and yeah. Oh, yep, there's cool. Have you heard that album? It's. I've never sniffed someone's thumb. Oh man, man, that I I love me some Frank Zappa. You like a little Zappa? Yeah. See, I don't really know much about music. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> what do you say? I what? really don't. What really? I don't. I I don't know. What does things. that mean? That's a very I mean, loaded. Like, I, I know no, I'm sure I've heard, but I can name no Zappa song besides some thumb-smelling thing, like you said. Um, Something about Dynamo Hum, you said. It, like, if I said Cosmic Debris, that song doesn't pop out to you? No, it just reminds me of like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Interesting. Yeah. Who was the original bassist, I heard, and then he, he quit. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Neil deGrasse Tyson on the upright bass. <laughs> Luther Vandross. Another another Luther Van. I guess some full Luther Vandross yeah, trivia apparently. Um, also got his start singing backups on an album called Young Americans. Okay. By David Bowie. Okay. Um, you know a song called Golden Years? Golden Years. No. Golden. Bop, 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 bop. Um, there's that one in uh, Young Americans, you know. Young Americans. <laughs> you know. She was young. All right. Nice. Um, that's Luther Vandross also in the background. Nice. Do you know he also designed the dresses of his backup singers? No, I didn't. You are learning a lot about yeah, Luther Vandross yeah, today. Filling myself up with mm-hmm. Luther. I like Luther. My father would play some Luther when we were young. Adulterer. Well, then there's a song for my father yeah. by Luther Vandross. Yeah. So we're bringing it all back together. See, it's coming through. We're stitching it into this nice little quilt. When He's, we're done here, we're going to show it to the team. He, uh, he, he, he just mimed stitching mm-hmm. and then mimed holding that up for people. <laughs> the team. For the team. <laughs> Whoever the team is. Yeah. They're out there. Go team. Go team. And the crowd goes wild. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? How are you? How have you been? I've been good, man. I'm living. Living. Yeah. You have, your Monday nights are open now, unfortunately. Yeah, they're very open now. Mm, we're yeah. f- referring it's that to full ambivalence. Yeah, mm. we're referring to what happened uh, with the Riptide. Yes, sir. Which was uh, what day of the week did that happen? Tuesday a.m. About ten in the morning. So, what was that last Monday like? There? You know what? Who was the last one to perform there? Me. Oh, weird. Yeah, me and Christian Barons on the, or CL Barons on the trombone. Whoa. Yeah, I closed it out. It was, it was an interesting night. It was a little slower. Okay. It was weird, weird vibe. Um, 
but good people. This guy named Charlie was visiting from the UK. It was his last stop before he flew back home. He went across the country, had like this huge list of open mics that he performed at. Really? And he came through. He went to Madrona the night before, and somebody told him, hey, come check this out. He had a big list of open mics yeah, like, for his like vacation? Yeah. Yeah. I, I say open mics, but I'm sure like venues and places that he performed. So okay. I don't think it was just open mics, okay. but like a list of American places that are going to be from Liverpool. Yeah. Name's Charlie. I'm in a band called... So, whatever it was, something sprocket. Who cares? Uh, uh, Rubber sprocket. Rubber sprocket and the teats, <laughs> and uh, and he was really good. So it was it was a f- great night. But what was so interesting about it was like I looked around and like I've been doing this four and a half years. Right, right, right. In that four and a half years, I've probably missed at most maybe like twelve days. Okay. So it's every Monday. Yeah. And even before that, about a year and a half before that, I was going almost every week, which right. is how I got the gig. I'm just like the dude, and I'm there, and I'm helping yeah. out, and I break down. I'm a friendly guy, right? Right. So I got the gig, super stoked. And as you keep going on, hedonic adaptation, you get used to things. Mm. And then it's like, because I, live, I lived in Hayes Valley for years. Now I'm in the mission. Mm-hmm. It's a trek to get out there. Right. Half hour, you're there. You're giving your time, your effort. And you're just like, whoa. You kind of want to break eventually, right? right? So I had a couple of people host for me now and again and be out of town here and there. But then every time you come back, you're like, oh, this is great. And some right. of those nights are magical. Right. Like, you know, like Kelly McFarling and John Elliott, Thunder Egg, these guys all came one night at one time. Fine. And that night was just like beautiful. So some nights are like spot on. Some nights some guys want to fight you. Some nights, you know, some it's nights just there's broken slow. broom handles. There are, dude. Some, that, and that ended awesomely. It was this crazy drunk guy <laughs> with, his, with his son. And his son was like this crazy performer, dude. But you could tell that he had a really rough upbringing. And then you met his father and you're like, oh, I see. Like, like torn marine guy. Okay. Drunk. And like he ended up coming in and he like grabs his son and takes him out and then tries to come at us with a broom and then eventually his son like throws him in some jujitsu moves and it was just like a really eventful night and I was so like it somebody was... called the cops so you probably should get out of here and then he came and he's like my dad's just drunk and totally apologized for his dad this like, is after he had his dad in like a he's like cussing hold. him out you and your daughter were an accident <gasps> and fuck you and and like fuck all you guys and it was like we're trying to help man and yeah fuck us heavy. <laughs> and um <laughs> But he went Do on. We call the cops or a therapist right now. <laughs> Try to see if they have both. Whoa! Like, press one yeah. for a cop. <laughs> press two for Doctor Robertson. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, but it was it was wonderful, and it enriched my life completely. Right. I, I met so many great people. Right. I. Sp- poured my soul into it and I and I helped it grow yeah. and everybody came together we stitched together we had a very strong community yeah I was, that was the word that was the word that was just floating in my head is you are I mean that's something that I admire about about you and what you do around around the city is you are very involved in the community I am. you really really are mm-hmm. and I'm not <laughs> partly because I'm so busy that I'm just I've, I'm I'm grinding right now between gigs and lessons. But you're and, well loved by, well, by I've never heard a sour word about you. That's I appreciate that. That's very sweet. But you are very but you are you are very active yes, in the community, and I think that was one of the things I felt really sad about when I heard the news about Riptide. Is like ah, that's like a it's like a meeting point for right. a big chunk of that community, mm-hmm. and with the. Oh, with so many places shutting down and being, you know, squeezed out, there's less and less spots for people who are looking for a little bit of stage time to kind of 
yeah. hone their craft on some level. Yeah. The younger yeah. ones, you know, the people in the yeah. mid levels, just the people just trying to stretch out. Therapy. I mean, it's musical therapy. You get up yeah. there with your friend. You you take a chance. You try something. I yeah. just wrote this today. Or, yep. Um, real nervous. That's and you, you try top, to do some top stuff. ten open mic thing to say. Absolutely. Here, uh, here's a song that I, uh, I I wrote this today. I was sitting back there and I saw Trevor's set up there. And <laughs> this song just hit me, man. And uh, I gotta share it with you. Well, usually when I hear here's a song I wrote today, which is French for this is about to blow balls. Right. Or be really. Ma- I've I've had a couple people that are like. I just wrote this today, but I heard it three weeks ago. <laughs> I retain music. I'm like, buddy. Come on. Buddy. So a comet hit my house last night, mm-hmm. and uh, on that comet was this song. <laughs> Peeled it off. Absorbed it into if my heart. If someone chakra. said that, I would listen. I'd yeah. be like, yeah, let's hear this. And it's just like, what you got? Yeah, it's just an explosion. And he goes, thank you. With Neil deGrasse in the back, just thumping away. I told you. <laughs> it's a pretty good Neil deGrasse taste. It's not that great. I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> What'd you tell us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the finger thing. <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Yeah. We're figuring out how it happened, um, but to me, it was a very symbolic thing to be like on this edge of wondering where or how long I wanted to do it. Right. How long can I sacrifice myself? How much am I sacrificing my own particular craft? Right. By not by by doing this and focusing on it all the time right. and uploading these videos and and being there and what am I sacrificing for myself? Which, in a way, is kind of selfish, but, you know, I, I'm no, building because, my own craft. Yeah, I don't think it's selfish at all. That's that's establishing boundaries and establishing your own creative time is an incredibly important thing and Absolutely. something that I constantly struggle with. Um, so I, I can completely understand that. And, you know, I think about when I, when I first got to San Francisco or to the Bay Area a little over four and a half years ago, mm-hmm. the first open mic I played was for Ed Ivey at... Uh, 50 Mason Social House. Okay. And that night he said, hey, Bubba, hey, Bubba, what are you doing with your Tuesdays, Bubba? And I, I had no prospects of anything. He goes, I want you to take my Tuesdays. And so I, from, from then on, I, for nine months, I played every Tuesday night at, at 50 Mason from, you know, 10 o'clock until 1 in the morning. Wow. Um, where every every week, and I have a lot of songs. Sure, And obviously. a lot of songs and, you know, doing the corporate stuff, I've, and, you know, wineries and stuff like that I have lots of covers too so some nights I would be looping some nights I would be a duo with another guitar player some nights I would have a full band Hmm. horns all sorts Hmm. of stuff so I met a shit ton of musicians and people in the scene just from doing that but it's the same thing it's like oh man you get around to Monday and you're like oh tomorrow's tomorrow's another show and what am I going to do differently this time and are there going to be more strippers showing up? Yeah. Uh, you know, once I, a month, man. Oh man. It's, but I can see how, you know, it's a beautiful thing. And that wave, oh man, did it make a wave reference to Riptide? Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, It'll pull you back. So now I hope that this represents a jumping off point or you know, it presents another opportunity for you to... Well, this is just... Everything is, is come together so beautifully. Stitching the quilt. Right. Um, come together so beautifully. Because I didn't want to just transfer it over to somebody. Right. Because then it's like, you if you deteriorate, I feel bad about it. Yeah, you know? it's, it's like... like it's take like, my daughter. Yeah, it's like just, a, ba- it's like a babysitter. Yeah. Going, I'm not going to work for this family anymore, but... Uh, 
And you Here see you the go. kid, and he's smoking a cigarette. And, and he's, he's got, got the Kool-Aid all over his face. Yeah, and tattoo. Tattoo, Kool-Aid, cigarette. Yeah. And you're just like, hmm, looks like a pretty badass kid. Yeah, right? Yeah. But it's just the powder, too. It's you're not like, like not the, the like, actual Kool-Aid. So you're the new babysitter, huh? Yeah. <laughs> My last one was yeah. real nice. Yeah. Get in line. My current one <laughs> gave me <laughs> emphysema. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I send immense love to that and to them. And we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. There's there's talk of rebuilding. We're figuring it out. They're working on a restaurant nearby. Uh, everything's up in the air. We'll see if I regain hold of it, if the opportunity presents itself for an right. open mic. Right. We'll see where I stand. It's going to be a while. It might give me enough time to reset myself. Where are the other open mic? Like, who, who are, like, the... I, wanna, I don't want to say competing, because it's, it's a very weighted word. But yeah, what, what were the other open mics on Mondays that, are, that, that people go to? The only standout one was the Utah who won the best open mic. Um, yeah, but the most brutal staff in the world. Oh, guaranteed. That's that's unanimous. God. Yeah. I don't even... I don't even... I have no qualms about saying that mm-hmm. I've never been treated nicely at the Hotel Utah. Yeah. And it's... Mm-hmm. And that that is such a bummer. It's a great... It's a great spot. Yeah. And it's... And the and support is there. There's tons of performers. Mm-hmm. Of course, the host is great. Brendan is amazing. Yeah. Um, it... It... It's popular. There's a reason why people go there. Sure. It's a good open mic. Sure. It's a great spot, and it's a wonderful thing. So... Yeah. That would be the only uh, competition, unquote, okay. that would be on Mondays. And like, talk about other side of town. Yeah, Jeez. it's completely. Yeah. And and our our t- our vibes were completely different. Right. I mean, we're talking about like mine is like a walk in. There's a rug, you know, little couple lights. We got the overhead. We got some monitors. But you know, I I make a sign up list and I draw a little picture and and you get your you two songs. You draw little you pictures. Choose. Yeah, I drew. No. A, yeah, <laughs> a weird. No. Huh? You doodling on stuff. A weird. No. Yeah. What are you writing? What are you Drawing that second potato head guy. I never fair drawings. <laughs> Come to the open mic, Tin. <laughs> Her name's Tin. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's weird. She's from Croatia. Cool. But uh, one armed. Oh, we're talking. We talking about <laughs> a one armed Croatian named Tin. Tin. Yeah. That sounds like a Tom Waits song. Yeah. There was a one armed Croatian uh, named Tin, and uh, she had a, an affinity for guys with man buns. And uh, doodling with uh, uh, notebooks and uh. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't know. It's it's life. Yeah, it's it's the current reality. Sure. So if we want to swoop back around and go in the spiral of oh, I wish it was still here. Right. Oh, oh my gosh! It's like if you're being left by anybody. It's like a death of a friend. It's like sure. anything like that. You have to accept what's going on right now. Right. And what's happening right now is. They're going to figure that out. They're going to do it. And now I got a free Monday. Yeah. And I'm a psycho and I work 47 jobs and right. I work every single day. This mm-hmm. is my only day off and I do the vocal lesson garden work. I do the radio show. Yeah. And and I, I keep myself busy. Vocal lesson garden work? Yeah. Super fun. Ho, ho, ho. That's why I got ho, this thing. What is that? Oh, it's a Viber Slap. You are great. It's a Viber Slap. Hold on. Hold on. Before you even hit it. Okay. So cool. So ladies and gentlemen, the current experience is a cool blue tube that I'm hitting like a chime with a sweet little hole like a mouth that I'm bouncing my thumb on. <laughs> it is a cool little instrument. So Sharon Pucci, shout out. Yeah. Um, she let me use that. I have and a vibro slap. Mine's in D. Oh. 
If you want that one too, I can bring it to you. You can have. You, if so you much get a fun third fun. one, you can do that classic radio ding ding ding. Little yeah. NBC and then. Wow 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 wow. Yeah yeah. So, in summation. Yes. There is a blessing in the tragedy sure. of it. A lot of people, you know, people lost their jobs. People lost their 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 watering hole. Yeah. It was a very beautiful spot, full of all kinds of gifts from people. Um, a big moose, piano, all that stuff's gone. Oh, the moose! Fucking moose! She came and she opened up the door and she said it was just in a flame and bottles were bursting and blowing up uh, oh, and is everything scary. is just. And so they called it and it's a little two alarm fire. It is what it is, man. Well, and, and, and your crazy. attitude is 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 always fantastic. It's one nice. of the one of the glowing qualities about David Cologne. But at the same time, I'm I'm happy that that it didn't. Your approach wasn't to turn it into like a, a super bummer post on Facebook, just like yeah. You know, yeah. like what are we gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. We do? Yeah. I, I think that doesn't that doesn't serve anybody. Um, you can you can you can feel your sadness, and you should feel your sadness. Validate it. Yeah, yeah. But just watch the circular thinking. Watch the drowning in it, and yeah. and we got to thank you goodbye because it was yeah. it's it's not the way that it died. You know, it's uh-huh. it's it's the way that it was alive. It's right. what the memories that you have are the great memories. Like let's just stay with that and not sure. just drown in the oh. It, it's fine. Yeah, it's moving fine. on. Yeah, it's man, it's happening a lot though. It really is. <laughs> it's really God happening a lot. <laughs> That's it's, undeniable. Jeez, like I haven't been in in this area for too long, and it's like, wow, that's gone too now. Oh, that's gone too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, Red Devil mm-hmm. gone. Um, Dunord came back. It's in a different form. I right haven't now. been back there yet. Since I haven't they seen reopened. it either. Yeah. Um, Mason's gone. Yeah. Uh, I know Elbow Room's going to be going soon. Viracocha. Viracocha's gone. Uh, amnesia. Did amnesia, they got approved. Hey! Hey, yo! Hey! Hey, yo! Another one will live another day. That's right. All right, well, that's good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, scary. Lost Church was almost in trouble for a while. It was close. Yeah, we came back. Yeah. It's amazing. But, like, for me, my attitude is, I think I said it before, is, like, I think we should adapt but not succumb. Sure. We got to be fluid. We got to be pliable. Yeah. But we have to look out for ways that we can help. Like, you know, if we can find places that could host something like that. Yeah. And kind of, like, be like, let's set something up. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to take a break for a while. Right. But yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. eventually be like, all right, let's kick this off again, and I'll figure it out again. Right. But for now... I'm gonna work on my craft. I'm gonna I'm gonna finally relax. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Are you still doing the salt and sage thing? I am in a way. Vesna moved. Oh. Yeah, she moved away. She was gonna move to Austin. Plans changed, and now she's currently in New Jersey with her family. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gonna move with the fella, and the fella wasn't working out. Well, because she realized that now. Yeah. Well, she did it before she went for like a lease. She's very intelligent, so she's like, "This is not gonna work if I have to live with him." Because it was always like over the phone, FaceTime, visiting occasion, and then when you're together, get together. Yeah. Things can change. Yeah, you guys smell each other's poop. Yeah. That's exactly part of it too. Yeah, yeah, it does happen. Does happen. She doesn't. She doesn't poop. He doesn't. She smells his. Oh, okay. Yeah, she she absorbs it. She's. You have to poop inside yourself. If you poop inside yourself, I'm pretty sure that there's like going to be medical issues down there. It's the like a hernia or something, right? Uh, it could probably be. Is that there's enough poop. No, a hernia is when your intestine like comes out. Yeah, but what if your intestine gets a hernia? Then your poop will come out of your intestine into your body. Oh, we are, neither of us are qualified for this conversation. 
If you're a doctor, 415-550-0511. Call in and tell me if an intestinal hernia is We got questions about poop. Yeah. (laughs) The phone lines are going off. (laughs) We got a lot to say about the fecal matter. Wow. Just turned to Bill Cosby? No. no, It's almost almost a cousin. Stanley. (laughs) Stupid voice. (laughs) Stanley Stanley just left, by the way. See you later, buddy. Bye, Stanley. Bye. Have a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to real time. What, dude? What? He did it. He let on fire. Chunk. Well, I hope that's not the case either. I hope that... that <sighs> we don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just... I want to I, I, I wanna know. I want to know what the scenario is. Because it can smell fishy. I don't suspect anything. I know the people, and, I, you know, they understand the community aspect of it. Yeah. But I just want to know how. Yeah. So what are your more what are your gonna your your creative endeavors? What is what is that? Well, I took a visual uh, visualization of that. I've taken up quilting. Yeah, he's, I was gonna say he's stitching yeah, again. Yeah, I'm stitching again. <laughs> um, I'm just gonna be looking into doing more songwriting again. Yeah, songs are coming, but like, I haven't given myself the time to sit down and allow the little muse to run around in sure. my body and spew some things out. Sure. I'm learning new instruments, getting pretty good at the didgeridoo. Are you really? Mm-hmm. Is that didger over there? No, that's just a piece of wood. It looked like a didge. I know, it's pretty didgish. Are you Actually, cir- I've never seen it. Are you, circular, are you circular breathing? Yeah, yeah. It's fun, well, isn't it? Breath, it is so much fun. Yeah. Once God, you, once you get to the, the... I used to do a lot of didge stuff. Oh, cool. And, which is... Which is part of the reason I, I got into the tube and throat singing stuff is oh, cool. is, is is doing is finding those those overtones those mm-hmm. the weird resonance. Is that what you're telling body. me that you can throat sing? That's what I was just doing right now. The the. Uh, <laughs> You can almost hear that little whistle yeah. tone. Oh, top. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the, there's so many different styles. Like, I'm trying to work on figuring out which one works the best, where I can, like, there's the style where you. Oh, yeah. There's, there's so many different styles of it that sure. I, I really want to get into it. Oh, see, I love all I of don't that. know really how applicable it is to anything. <laughs> Especially as a waiter, uh, a server. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> mm, do, how do you like your steak done? Rare, medium rare. Touch my hand. And now Neil deGrasse Tyson. Space and some so strange soon. aboriginal. I was just a cousin of Cosby. <laughs> Um, but circular breathing is fun. It's so much fun. And, and it's I'm good for loops. It. It's good for loops. That's you right. can definitely dig in, into some loops. And mm-hmm. and the only thing that that's that's difficult about that is that it it you definitely chooses the key that you're going to be in. Right. Like um, mine's in like a D-ish form. Okay. So I recently put my guitar into an open D tuning. Okay, that works. So that I will dig and guitar at the same time. Cool. And I got a little glockenspiel there too. Of course. So I'm doing a little chime, a little burr, and a little ding. Good. And it's like a sweet little mixture. So I'm going to get a little digi stand. And okay. I'm going to be able to do it so I don't have to hold it. Yeah, who's that dude that I've seen do that stuff with the stand and he loops and what is his name? He's from Australia, mm-hmm. I want to say, which is probably no shock. Oh, man, he played the Fillmore last time he was here. Oh, really? What is that guy's name? I should definitely 
is it? Oh man, Australian is it Mitchell Cullen. No, it's he's got a. Uh, if you know what about um, poop and intestines and this guy, I'm trying to figure out. Stuff. Put them back. <laughs> you check your chakra out. Return it. Be kind. Rewind. Uh, Zach something? Ah, whatever. During Down the break, we'll, we'll find out who it is. We'll but figure it but out. He has like multiple digits, digits on stands, mm. and he's looping. And oh, I love that it. Kind of stuff. I think it's great. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh -huh. fun. Um, but the problem with the looping stuff is, is that you have it's like choreography. You have to nail it, and you have to move on quick enough mm -hmm. so that there's no fatigue. There's no loop fatigue mm -hmm. for the people who are listening. So that is a tragedy when you find a nice open mic guy that that takes extra time to set it up, uh, and it's taken so long, and you're uh, just like, you get ten minutes, bud. Yeah, it's been twelve. Yeah, I'm a nice guy, so I let yeah. you do it. They think I'm weak. Yeah, I kind of think I am too. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm serving up the weak sauce. Yeah, here, and it's uh, just it's coming in buckets. <laughs> and then they do it, and you see them start to slip right off the thing, like, and they're oh, still going. Oh, and you're like, oh no, oh no, this is gonna be. This is. Oh no, <laughs> shit! It's not gonna. So it's not gonna quantitize itself, brother. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Yeah, yeah. It's that's the thing is, you know, uh, I hate to make this comparison, but the dude with the loop station. As ubiquitous these days is the chick with the ukulele. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like oh boy. And if boy. it's a chick with with a loop station and oh, a ukulele, oh boy, unicorn. Oh boy, unless it's Meryl Garbus from Toon Yards, then oh, yeah. then well, she was in Cosmic Dust, I think. She's amazing. She's oh, she's she's she is a fascinating monster of music. Nice. Yeah, she's really cool. I mean, um, speaking of monsters of music, hold on, hold on, quick. So let's jump into your story real quick. My story. Yeah. Okay. You are you are you are an amazing singer. Mm. You are uh, very good at doing the guitar. <laughs> you are very a sexual performer. I'm a very sexual performer. You uh you make people laugh and also get them uh, ready for a fornication. Yeah, this is good. that was almost like Father uh, Father uh, Sarducci. Um, this is actually my father. Is that what your father sounds like? No, it's Sarducci. <laughs> Sarducci is my daddy. <laughs> Do you know who Father Sarducci Never, is? Of course, I'm a fool. <laughs> Who's that? Uh, so Guido Sarducci. Father Guido Sarducci. His like, name is Guido Sarducci. He was a Saturday Night Live character. Do you think that anybody names their kid Guido anymore? Um, that's a good question. I don't four one five 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 zero zero five one one fecal matter and Guido. That sounds like a radio show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, fecal matter and Guido. Hey, on the dies. Hey, how are you doing, Guido? Weather and sports at the at the woods. <laughs> at the same time, it's gonna be a rainy. Okay, stop, stop, stop. So I do all that crap. Uh, yeah, I, I you know I'm a singer songwriter, except the fact that I've gotten to the point now where I play more comedy shows than I do singer songwriter stuff mm -hmm. um 
because in this past year I've been playing and writing custom songs for body storytelling. Okay. Are you familiar with body storytelling? No. Oh boy. Oh boy. Body is a fun time. Body storytelling. Can you spell that first word? B A W D Y. Okay. Body. Mm -hmm. Body storytelling is a show put on, created and put on by a. uh, I'm calling her one of my muses at at this point, Dixie De La Torre. And the show was created, I think it first started in a warehouse at at Burning Man. Mm. Um, Basically, it is a show for people to tell sexual stories. Stories based on a theme of the entire show. Um, Stories are told in 10 minutes or less. And um, it's a really sexually positive, um, uh, just amazing community. Um, And these shows happen... Once, sometimes twice a month. She's, they're actually taking a break right now because she's got some big things in the works. Um, but Rachel Lark. Do you know Rachel Lark? I believe so. Yeah. Talk about chicks with ukuleles. I, uh, Rachel. Rachel's amazing. Rachel um, ha- has been writing songs for body storytelling for, I want to say, close to two years now. I think, did she just perform with you at, your, at, at the Lost that Church? Was Emily. Was that was Emily. Emily, Yates. okay. Um, Rachel, you, you guys need to check out the video that she just did for a song called War. Bloody and tender. Hmm. Um, it might be about the menstrual cycle. Might not be. Okay. Um, Rachel writes really fun, uh, also adult-driven, uh, sexually positive songs. And um, I went and saw a body show earlier in the year with Sivan and kind of looked at each other. I'm like, I kind of do this stuff. I think I can do this. So. Um, I reached out to Dixie, uh, not knowing her, just said, hi, you don't know me, but um, you have a show coming up called Sexual Superheroes and Alter Egos. Yes. And I would, I have a song that would be perfect for that show. And she said, all right, what, you know, who, okay, send me a clip or whatever. So I sent her a, a clip, like a verse in, you know, uh, of the song, and she, you know, got back to me immediately. And of said, course. And, like, and you're in. Put me in the show. Uh-huh. Um, and she found out a couple months later that at that point, that song wasn't written. I wrote that on the spot and yes. sent it to her and just put myself out there and hope for the best. Is this the one that I heard recently? Yes. Gotcha. Yes, it's called Trouble in Metropolis. So anyway, you, you'd share that today? Or? I could play that one for you okay, guys today. See, yeah, of course. That's fun. That's good for radio, too. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, so I started playing uh, body storytelling shows, and I probably have written, I don't know, about 10 songs for her over the course of... Uh, the last like four or five months. That's great. Which has launched me more into that that world of sexually positive anthems and you know songs about pregnant women being sexy and songs about all different sexual taboos and songs about um, uh, the idea of being monogamish, which is a Dan Savage uh, coined term about modern monogamish. slightly poly relationships. Uh huh. Um, so Ruben. Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mm. okay. Call back to your dad again. So I've been doing that along with uh, playing um, very, I, I call it kids music for adults. There you go. Basically. I, I picture like, um, like well, I guess, you know, Kyle M. Terizzi, yeah. who's been recording a bunch of these new songs with me recently. Nice. He envisions, he keeps on calling me the Marquis de Baud. And he says, I just envision you playing a show like a Raffi show. Where everyone, <laughs> where it's, it's basically <laughs> kind of like that, but except talking about like yeah. felching and, you know, <laughs> and uh, other uh, things of the sort. Um, 
so yeah, so I, I, I've been doing that stuff. I'm also um, I'm also a wedding singer. Okay, yeah. yeah. I perform at probably I'll probably do between thirty and forty weddings this year all around the Bay Area. So um, I do. That's the, less felch. Less less of the felching yeah. stuff. Um, well, I don't know what happens during the honeymoon, but that, that's the, that's on them. But yeah. that's totally part on of them. your job. Yeah, not yeah. my job. Yeah, not my job. That's probably a strong marriage, huh? I, it's yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, I so it's you know, my time is is divided up between teaching voice, um you know, I teach at the Alameda School of Music mm-hmm. um one day a week. I teach privately, I come to the city and teach some lessons, I do all this wedding corporate gig stuff, I play a lot of cover gigs at wineries around the Bay Area and uh and I'm but the stuff that I'm pursuing is more of that music comedy yeah. vein. So good. I'll, You're so suited for it. Oh, thanks. You're very engaging. Is is so good. Um, People want to be entertained, man. Of course. People want to be entertained. And they are. Um, you know, uh, one of the things I, I when people ask me about what it is I do, I tell them that I want to be a Harlem Globetrotter. Oh, there you go. Because if you think about it, the Harlem Globetrotters are super entertaining, right? Super fun, you know, um, except they have to play basketball really well. And they're real good, yeah. In order to, to, to do any of that other stuff. That's and so good. that's the way I approach it, is I want to write good songs, I want to be a good singer and a good guitar player. Um, I want to do be able to do all that stuff, and then, on top of that, be able to entertain people. My goodness. So now, as far as your songwriting goes, mm-hmm. I'm sure you have ones that are the heartfelt... Uh, ones or yeah. you, did you explore that? Yeah, I did that for a while. That's when I, I was considering myself um, when I, when I was doing more of that stuff. I, I I would say that my music straddled the line between sentimental and sleazy. Okay, it was kind of right in between then. And I put an EP out a couple of years ago called Shower Time. Yeah, I which got that. which you can tell by the picture. It's got like a, a I call it my aquatic bukkake picture because um, you know Sagunthi, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sagunthi was actually involved in the in the, the photo shoot. She's the one spraying me at point blank. <laughs> yeah. To get pretty, to get that shot. Um, <laughs> was but, it a one time shot? Oh yeah. Yeah. It you was, just went for it. Like this is it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I got hosed down a couple times that day. Oh, I gotcha. Um, but when I put that EP out, it's it's kind of split. It's like half dirty, half clean, and um, it just got to the point where the dirty stuff was just more fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do still write stuff that isn't, you know, I still write love songs. I still do all that kind of stuff, but. Um, but if I'm putting myself out there, I would rather be entertaining people than, than, uh, I mean, everyone's entertained by, depends on what people are entertained by, but, but yeah, I'd rather be, I'd rather be putting smiles on faces. Yeah. Than anything Cause else. You, you kind of, for me, it's like you almost like you're like a shock factor. Oh, it's a little jolting. You know, times. it's like because you get this beautiful thing, and and you just just don't expect it. And I was trying to remember, like I don't know if it like the if every time I've seen you has been in this particular vein or not. But I remember I went I I knew you as a performer, and I think it might have been like a Red Devil night where I sure. heard you singing and I saw you doing your things, but maybe I didn't connect with what you were saying. Sure. And then I saw you another time, and I was like. Damn, this is pretty spicy, you know. And it's like you did the Lost Church show, and you started off with like that that, oh, that Eminem song. Oh, that's, that's just right. like, woo! Yeah, <laughs> I did some little sharp edges. I forgot you're at that gig. That was that was uh, I did kill you. Yeah, okay, yeah. And it's like okay, yeah, yeah. It's I, good, man. I forgot I did that song. Man, I should bring that one back. Yeah, that's how you kicked I got it a, off. I got, I'm playing a senior center, senior citizens assisted living home. They would love that. Yeah, they would. 
Oh, the preschool gig. going to happen soon. The preschool gig. The preschool one? Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Start them early. They're going to be able to know the Phil, lyrics by Phil, now. They'll dig that. Yeah. You don't want to fuck with Bergy. Yeah. Because Bergy will fucking kill you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Mom. Yeah. I only had two people walk out of my last show. That's not so bad. That's not bad. No. Nice. They were very old. Yeah. Well, that's what I, I, I tended to tell people that my music is not for people who are really, really young or really, really old. But those are the two groups of people that don't go to shows, don't buy music, and, and who gives a fuck about them anyway? Right. Who cares about the kids and the senior citizens? Not us. <laughs> that's not a platform I should be working on. Yeah. So, so yeah. So yeah, so that's 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 my deal. Um, I make music. I teach music. My my goal was to make a sustainable life out of music. When I moved out here, I gave myself five years to do it. I did it in about four. So now it's new goals. It's good. And what's good is like you, you're stitching yourself. You know, you got the wedding stuff. Yeah. You got your own particular stuff. Mm-hmm. You, it sounds like you're doing the right thing. You do. You're helping people with themselves by doing these voice lessons. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. I love teaching voice because you know I taught at Open Voice Studios right. in in uh, uh, where is that? Why can't Noe Valley? Yeah, they had Noe for for a year, and it was a lot of fun. Um, and that kind of propelled me out to to, to do it on my own. Um, but you know, teaching singing is different than teaching another instrument because with guitar and piano you can go okay right there that's c that's always going to be c you can always just right, just push it right there right with your voice there are so many variables <laughs> there's so many variables and the biggest variable is what your brain is doing because your brain gets in the way and tells you things that aren't true yep and if you listen to that voice in your head that it, it can grow into a monster and it can prevent you from making any I had that conversation today yeah blocking yourself yeah, well, we get in our own way with these walls. Yeah, well, which you you're kind of feeding the past into your current state. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. saying, "Shut up, be quiet, you suck." The kind of thing. Don't yeah. do that, and it still hits you. And she's like, "No, no, no, that's not true. Yeah. That's not the reality right now." Yeah, that is different now. The goal is to have those moments where I'm sure you've had those moments as well. The moments where you feel like you are actually a passenger. Oh yeah, in your own body. Oh, and that's the best. That is the best. It's the best, but it's almost like that dream state where, oh my God, I'm not thinking about the lyrics. I'm not thinking about singing. I'm not thinking about the guitar playing. I'm just enjoying this so much that I feel like I'm just riding in my body. Yep. But but just like a dream, and you go, this is an amazing dream. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah. Oh, 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 it's a dream. And all of a sudden, you know, and just clams all over the place. Yeah. Once you pull yourself out of that. So you but, have to be able to separate. You like you yeah. feel it, and you're like, I'm just gonna experience it. And yeah. I can't call attention. Don't worry about me. I'm yeah. just over here. Yeah. Pay no attention to the yeah, guy behind the curtain. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's it's a process, and I'm I'm excited to be doing it all. And to think that just a few years ago I wasn't making music at all. So it's a complete turnaround. I did that whole classic, that tired, spent. Uh, I'm moving to California to start over. That whole. That whole thing, well, that's yeah. that's basically that's what I did. So, so where'd you where'd you move from? Chicago. Oh, that's right. You did mention Chicago. Yeah, I lived in Chicago for about ten years. Okay. Working for Mike Ditka. Oh, at his steakhouse. Hi, Mike Ditka. Smell my mustache. <laughs> Everybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> I don't seem to though. <laughs> I got stories about that guy. I believe it. Woo. Now, as far as you're like singing, did you have training of your own? Yeah, were you able to kind of pass on the knowledge to your people? Yeah, Shana. well, I was I was classically trained at the University of Iowa. Okay, that's where I got my degree in music and in English. Mm-hmm. And you know, before that, I sang a little bit in high school. I played trumpet for nine years. Okay, um, I started with piano, and I f- 
figured out guitar a little bit in there at some point. Um, so I, I didn't really have my, my any real training. Like my first like real voice lesson was like the end of my senior year mm -hmm. to get me ready to audition for the music school at mm -hmm. Iowa. Okay. So, and then at that point, yeah, then I, oh man. Music school can be a drag. I, yeah, it's, I've never been, of course. I kind of felt like that. I was singing in fusion funk bands and whatnot, and I mean, I look like... <laughs> Named what? Oh, man. What, what was the band called? Give me that. That One of the bands was called Hop On Johnny. Of course. And uh, our claim to fame was we opened up for Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, wow. Yeah. You, you suited that, all man? those rights. How about that? Good eh? on you. Um, right, Yeah. Fusion funk band. Um... All of white dudes uh, with a blind keyboard player doing, during during the Iowa cow funk. Oh yeah, the blind keyboard player was amazing, just nice. as good as you'd expect him him to be. Um, <laughs> also, one of the most raging alcoholics I've ever met in my life. But I wonder how it is to be drunk and blind. I don't. Was he blind from birth? Yeah. 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 Wow, lucky dude. Well, the, he wasn't supposed to be. The hospital fucked up. What? Yeah, he was. He's a twin. He and his brother were put in incubators when they were born because I think they were premature or something like that. One and was a microwave. Stop. Well, me. no, they were. They were the the incubators were not set the right way, and they cooked their eyes. Both of them. One of them's the other one's blind in just one eye. Can you imagine? Got better grades. Can you imagine? No, <laughs> that's crazy. But I always have uh, would rather lose my eyes than my ears. Right. I would gladly yeah, be me blind. Too. Me too. I'd gladly be blind. Yeah. If I had to choose. Yeah. But oh, God. Um. um but, yeah, so I sang with, with those bands for a while. At that point, I was, like, you know, I was, like, 130 pounds. I had hair, like, as, how long does your hair go? Down your shoulders? To the bottom, yeah. Yeah, yeah. my hair was about that long. Nice. I was wearing fake fur coats oh, and, like, you. bell bottoms. I basically wanted to be Chris Robinson yeah, at that point. close. Uh, I knew who it was. Um, now, do you have photos of this? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, want want yeah I can, oh, I can do some photos. They're oh, pretty, they're pretty incriminating. They're pretty terrible. I would love it. Um, but at that point, I used to get into arguments at the music school with classical musicians who would like look down on me, be snobby towards me, and I'm like, "Don't be mad at me because I'm out singing bars and clubs and you know doing that. Like, don't you know?" My whole thing with with them was like, "If you're not the best oboe player in the state, <laughs> what are you gonna do?" <laughs> you know. So don't get down on me because I'm singing superstition to a bunch of drunk college kids. Yeah. You know? um, That's a good song. <laughs> it's, it's exactly. It's a great song. <laughs> Get it, elbow. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And now on the elbow, supported by Neil Grass Tyson. This is the worst wedding band ever. <laughs> we're giving him another chance. The second marriage will be better. Oh no, he's gonna loop it now. Oh, oh we're in gosh, trouble. Geez. We're in trouble. <laughs> it's bad news. Oh no. Who oh. hired him? Oh no. So yeah, man. So I, I, I you know, at this point, uh, I have. Uh, Lots of songs to write, and they're not going to all be sexually driven uh, in the future because uh, you got to have a little bit of variety there. But I will say that the recordings that I'm just finishing up with Kyle, mm -hmm. um, we have, I think, 10 songs in the can at this point that we're going to be releasing. They're all solo acoustic, live takes, 
of me just doing exactly what I do. Um, and they'll be coming out probably in the early fall. But if, uh, if anyone wants to check any of that out, there is music on Spotify. Ooh. There's a song on Spotify right now that is part of those sessions, a song called Come For Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a love song. Yes, it is. Fruits and types of love. Okay. Uh, mostly kind of love you plug into the wall. Oh, wall of, wall love. Yeah, wall of you. Uh, another, another, another deep Bowie track. Wall love. She plugs into the wall and shakes it. Sorry. Anyway. So yeah, that's that's kind of my scoop right now. I love it. Um, making music, being happy about it, meeting people, meeting a lot of comedians in the process which has been a lot of fun the comedic scene i love i yeah. adore like i i won't go on stage and do comedy uh, bubblegum garbage party they do thursdays is like comedy improv but i'll usually do a song right just make a song up kind of thing sure i love the comedy yeah. scene it is so good there's man. some funny I, I people so around here oh, too man strong really funny I people love it and i was glad that i saw you pop up one time on uh at uh oh, at amnesia uh, amnesia one of those things yeah you came in as a cool you do us Oh, yeah, because you fit right in. It's like, yeah. like a puzzle. That's what's tricky about it, though, is, you know, with comedy, getting into comedy shows, a lot of times people have, like, you know, you're given, like, five minutes or mm -hmm. seven or eight minutes or mm -hmm. whatever. And for me, that's like a song and a half. Right. You know? But at the same time, doing full full sets, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, there's, you know, we are in an age where people's attention span, you know, it's, it's a battle. Right. It really is. And... You show me a three-hour singer-songwriter fest, and I'll show you, I don't know, an empty room? Or no. <laughs> no. No, nice. that's mean. That's mean. That's mean. But I'll show you, that, you know, people trickling in and out. Sure. You know, it's really hard to keep people's attention span for that long, especially with all these little mini computers that make oh, phone yeah. calls. Oh, and, yeah. Which I'm just as guilty of being, um, you know, drawn into at times. But yeah, man, comedy comedy is fun, and the, the scene around here is a lot of fun. You know what I, who I need to do more shows with is more divine. Oh yes, please. God, those guys oh, just geniuses. destroy me. So good. But they're so volatile at oh. the same time. Yeah. You know, like I was telling to Savant, talking to Savant the other night, and she's like, I'm "Like I should do a show with more divine." She's like, "Yeah, just be careful where you do that show with more divine." Yeah, do it at the milk bar. You played at milk bar during yeah. like the comedy things, like the Thursday. Yeah, the 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 comedy jam mm -hmm. that Clay runs. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. fun too. Oh yeah. Um, but I love me some more divine. In fact, I'm putting this out there to them who are both not listening to this because they're both asleep. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah. Because what time is it now? Yeah, it's about like, almost three something. No, yeah. It's yeah. yeah. They're asleep. Yeah, they're asleep. asleep. They're yawning. Um, they're they're yawning. Mm -hmm. um, Spencer's probably wearing the same sweater that he's wearing last night. <laughs> we don't. Know, he's like sipping pu'er tea and like reading. It's all his. It's right all in his beard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, so they have a song called Sex Buffet. Yes. And Sivan has now been. The the person to sit between them during sex buffet twice now. Of course. And the second time, th those assholes were so drunk they didn't remember the fact that they had, that she had been. They just saw a beautiful I have, woman. I have clips. <laughs> I have video clips from both. I need to put them like mash them up together. Like, Please. let's watch these two guys not remember the fact that they grilled <laughs> this person before. 
Because they get to that point in the show, like, can I? Well, set for for those listening, Sex Buffet is a song that they that they that is uh, there's a lot of innuendo about sex and food, but they take someone from the audience, usually a female. They sit that female between them on a chair. They find out what that female does for a living, and they riff and they and they improvise based on her. Uh, her job, her line of work. And since Sivan is an immigration lawyer, Shut the up. second time she sat down, and they're like, what do you do for Because they're hammered at this point. And she goes, I'm an immigration lawyer. And I think Andrew was like, like for a moment he had that kind of like, oh, I... Okay, okay, <laughs> like he had familiar. that... Right, yeah. right. And they were making like the similar jokes that they had made the last time. So yeah. I'm like, oh, this is funny. Uh, they have no idea. No clue. And the first time they called her Jefferson's girlfriend the entire time she was on stage. <laughs> So I think that was here. I think you were here for that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was here. Yeah, yeah. God, I, um, love those I, guys. I love those guys. I haven't seen them in a while, and if they're just waking up now, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. Heat up your ego. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to do a song. I want to do a Jefferson Bergie versus More Divine. Dude. It'd be fun, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Because I love the dynamic of their show, where it's oh, it's yeah. kind of has that Fly of the Concords, Tenacious D kind of like love slash animosity for each other, mm-hmm. which I think is so great. Of course. Um, but what if they had a common nemesis? Oh, they have to pull themselves together. Huh? How about uh-huh. that, huh? Get over themselves and uh-huh. do it. I love They'd this. They'd have to unite. To be continued. Because only their two-part harmony can defeat a single dude. Yes. I don't. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't really know. That's. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. But. Yeah. Yeah. In, until I start doing that. Oh, it'll be great. Dude. Okay. Dude. Let's take a swift break. Sure. Get your guitar ready. All right. We got to get you out of here soon. Oh yeah. We got a little half hour, so we'll have you share some good tunes. Good, just some good tunes. Just some good tunes. <laughs> don't be sharing that shit with people. Don't give them any of the bullshit. <laughs> you listen to Behind the Mind. Burger. We'll be back.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to part two of the Behind the Mind. This is David. I mean, Gary. <laughs> Did you say Dave? I mean, Gary? <laughs> Hello, everybody. All right, we're going to have burgers, burglar. Burglars. Burglar, burglars. I'm sure you've had a plenty of nicknames yeah. in, your, in your time yeah. upon this planet of Earth. All right, my brother. I don't want to drop that. Okay. All good. Okay, would we're you back. Like, would you like to hear a song? Yes, I would love to hear a song. I would like to play a song for you, then. I would love to hear a song that you're playing. Uh, this song is called Taboo. That was good. I like that. Okay, fun. Yeah, that's the first part of the song. It goes... Actually, let me just let me just check the mics are okay. Just make sure this is alright. If I just go, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your vagina is a bus stop. Your vagina is a bus stop. Your vagina is a bus stop. And I don't live in that shitty city anymore. Okay. So is everything sound yeah, alright? Everything sounds fine. Okay, cool. It sounds great. Okay. Taboo! You might learn something from this song. David Colon. Give me that. Is it taboo to have sex with a statue? Who am I to say? Molest a mannequin. Go ahead, why don't you? It's not like it's going to run away. Is it taboo to have sex with a dolphin? Who am I to say? Do you work at a zoo or someplace in Orlando? That must stink either way, the zoo and Orlando. Crave mammal or a fist. I hope it serves a porpoise. I'm sorry. And if that makes your genitals glimmer, I sincerely hope you're a really strong swimmer. I do. If that kind of thing is for you, then woohoo. They call it taboo. Just for a minute. Imagine a guy who's naked doing the backstroke with a full-blown erection. It's kind of like a dorsal fin, maybe a snorkel. What was I talking about? Oh, that's right, taboo. Is it taboo to shower just like the Romans? Do you know what I'm trying to say? I want to throw up on you. <clears throat> Said a bunch of the Romans. Because that's how they partied back in the day. Those kinky ass Romans. Is it taboo to shove food in your sex holes? <laughs> Who am I to say? 
fishy sloshy with food Any hole but your mouth hole Please keep the habaneros away From anyone's butthole He might screw a melon for a tease She might shove her vag with mac and cheese If you want to mix the nudies with foodies Then for goodness sake Sit your ass down in that cake You can fart in it too If that kind of thing is for you Then woo-hoo They call it taboo Cake farts If you could only see my Google search history, it's full of cake farts. Cause apparently your butt can taste things too, I didn't know that either. Is it taboo to get laid at a family reunion? It only happened at what? Who am I to say? It's also true that it was a funeral. Now it's kind of weird around the holidays. Is it taboo to engage in pseudo-necrophilia? I don't know what to say. Best if one of you and be really still and quiet and dead like And let the living have their way What the fuck did I just say? Even with content, there might be tension Some state laws might aim for prevention Who am I to say? Who am I to mention? If you bring your own mom To the Oedipus Fetish Convention you that's the kind of thing your family is into call it taboo I gotta go now I have a date with the dolphin what do you say now dolphin call it taboo taboo Taboo! Taboo! Oh, man. Did you learn anything of that? Uh, the rectum can taste. I guess. I guess buttholes... What, what does it mean? I don't... Dude, that's a thing. Cake farting is a thing. That's a fetish. People like to sit down, mm-hmm. like, bare-ass in, like, birthday cakes. Right. And then just fart in them. I, I guess. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, cake farts. Look it up. I assume they eat them, too. I don't... <laughs> Pun intended, but... <laughs> <laughs> stool I remember I I was walking by my house the other day and I saw a guy who had one of those shops set up um, where they no like you know how people like put like jerseys and like rugs and it's like street side and there's like they're selling stuff and and he had this uh, this mannequin there and he's just like this like little dude uh, kind of unfortunate looking which is rude and I and I looked at it and I was like he definitely, definitely 
does what you suggested in the very beginning of that song. I'm oh. sure he definitely tries to fuck that. He yeah. definitely molests that mannequin. Puts it in the back of his flatbed. Not flatbed. Everything yeah. would fall off. I need to write another song called Mannequin about the movie. Oh, yeah. About, yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that, that Kim Cattrall could do being, being... Why not? I don't know. I, I'm not going to stop myself. Can't. I'm not gonna stop myself. I feel like I feel like um, with all the, the the freaky nature of conversation, mm-hmm. that that you would have a very bland sex life. Who me? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's interesting. Uh, I thought I was some sort of crazy sexual deviant animal until I started going to the body storytelling shows, God, it's and scary I was like, to wow, I am so vanilla. I am so vanilla. Yeah. Um, and also, just like it's also kind of flattering to lo- look around and meet people there. Um, who are from all walks of life, and Sivan and I will be like, wow, we are getting sized up right now. Mm-hmm. By people that, I don't know if they want to take us both home, or, I mean, they, they, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and assume they want to take us both home, yeah. or unless they're looking at this, like, I'll take her and leave him out. Um, yeah, I'm going to. But, yeah, you know, I mean, I've, I'm definitely a very sexually open person. That's for sure. Definitely. I think, I think the way that we don't talk about sex in this country... Um, is incredibly stifling and limiting and it does a great uh, injustice to young people too because if you don't have that that dialogue open then you know it's yeah they're feeling these weird urges they can't express it they can't and they don't get what's going on you know and that's sad that is sad (laughs) it's so funny because like for me I'm pretty much celibate Right. Oh yeah, pretty much. And uh, and I'm not. I'm not built choice. in that way. Yeah, yeah. It's just easier to not have somebody. I, I, it's so funny. We were talking about like, me being linked into the community and like right. being a part of all that. I think that supplements my my need to have somebody in my world, like one person, like right. you're my girl, that kind of thing. Right. I don't, I can't. I can't do it. I just can't do it. When was the last time you had a long? Like, have you had a, a substantial, like, relationship? Yeah, two and a half years. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was... <laughs> Ten years ago? <laughs> <laughs> I dated the girl my dad was banging outside of my mom. Um, Did you really? No. Oh. Well, he was 50 and she was 20. So Damn. He was 30 when she was born. Oh, he's Pops smooth. Pops has got some game, oh, yo. Oh, he's smooth. Holy shit. Hilarious, man. Charming, beautiful dude. Guess yeah. so. Yeah, he swoops him in, um, or daddy issues. We can look at her too. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely damaged. I didn't want to start. Yeah, definitely damaged. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Jen. Whoa, <laughs> just being honest. Um, and uh, no, the last one, uh, I think it's. I mean, it's been several years, several years, three, four years. There's been like a couple instances where I've been close to people, and like you know, you go through short periods with stuff, but I haven't sure. had like a. A verbal contract with anyone like you are my girlfriend. Right. Can't do it. Right. Hey, I. For me, I'm. It's either all or nothing for me. Mm. Um. So I, I'm either like in a completely monogamous, monogamous uh, relationship. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A, yeah, I think you jacked the cord up. Um. I am in either a completely monogamous relationship or I am slutty. Oh yeah. One or the other. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, check. I saw it go bluer than less blue. How is the blue now? Oh, I see it. Yeah. I see it being... It's going to be replaced soon. Is that a good spot? Yeah. I think we're back. Okay. Yeah, we're good. And we're back. 
And we're back. I will so not yeah. touch the table. You're a slut. So I'm either a slut or I am, I am, you know, completely. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. As I a like desirable her. figure, it's nice to have like the trust in in the relationship. Yeah, you know? it's nice. And she's, you know, God, I spent a lot of time talking about Sivan today, haven't I? She's amazing. I, I agree. I agree. She's she's the real deal. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. And she's encouraging. And she likes all the dirty material that I do. So. <laughs> She's got a twisted sense of humor, which, if she didn't, she wouldn't last very long. Boom. Uh-uh. All right, brother, hit it. So yeah. another juicy one. For my last tune today. Oh, cool. I'd like to do a song that was for one of those aforementioned um, body storytelling sh- uh, shows. This is a song uh, written from the perspective of Superman mm-hmm. who suspects that Lois Lane is being unfaithful mm-hmm. um, in this alternate universe, obviously. Um, but it's also good to note that also in this alternate universe that that Superman's kind of a douche. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> the song is called Trouble in Metropolis. <clears throat> Something has changed You're distant and aloof Ever since the last time I landed on your roof And I may not feel the same kind of pain But with these two blue x-ray eyes I'm on to you, Lois Lane How dare you Cheat on me with Aquaman How could you? God damn it, I'm Superman Well lately you've been washy-wishy And I could sense something was fishy And if he wore a rubber that was made out of blubber It won't protect you from crabs How dare you Cheat on me with Aquaman Oh, it's not Aquaman? Well, he has a very limited skill set, so I'm not surprised by that, Lois. Oh, I know who it is. I know. Don't, no, 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 don't tell, don't tell me. How dare you cheat on me with Batman? How could you? God damn it, I'm Superman. Is it the money or that enormous vein that runs through the cock of that bastard Bruce Wayne? The knob you've been slobbing belongs to boy Robin. He keeps in that creepy ass cave. How dare you cheat on me with Batman? Oh, okay, so it's not Batman either. I would have known that. Alfred would have told me we have a special relationship. No, 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 no. Don't bring up Catwoman. That was a fight. That was a fight. You walked in on a fight. Remember? I fight crime. I had my cape on. Okay, I know sometimes I like to leave the cape on, but that is beside the point, Lois. No, 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 no. I know who it is. How dare you cheat on me with a flash? How could you? Seriously, how do you possibly keep up with that guy? There won't be time to be turned on Any chance of foreplay is fleeting and gone He'll be coming and going and coming and going and coming and going and... Oh. How dare you cheat on me with the Flash? Okay, it's not the Flash either, Lois. This is getting old. Is it Green Lantern? 
green hornet? Swamp thing. Ugh. Okay, so it's none of the green guys. I'm not being racist, Lois. I, I, I have lots of green friends. Like the Hulk. Yeah, I, I know you're not into that whole brooding type. And he's in the Marvel Universe anyway, so that's totally the... No, 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 Lois. That has everything to do with it. You know what? Let me just... Let's just back up here for a second. Um, um... Oh, uh... What about that guy you work with? That courteous gent. He's intelligent. He's really nice. You know, that guy, Clark Kent. Oh, you think he's you think he's gay? No, <laughs> no, no, no. He is not gay. He's not gay. No, I, I, no. Jimmy might be gay. That doesn't matter how I know. It does not matter how I know, Lois. Stop changing the subject. What? what? You you expecting someone? We're in the middle of something here. I have X-ray eyes. I didn't see anyone. No, you know what? Fine. Let them in. Let them in. I can handle this. Yeah, I'm Superman. I can handle this. I... Oh. You're leaving me for Wonder Woman. It's no wonder. How cool is Wonder Woman? <laughs> she roped you in with her lasso, and now I feel like an asshole. Sorry, I've been so rude. I'm changing my whole attitude. Super Sandman. Does anybody have Catwoman's number? Yeah. Oh, thank you, <laughs> Jefferson Bergie. You are wonderful. I'm so glad we finally got you on here. Oh, dude, we tried been... for a while, but you roped into steak fingers and uh, yeah, steak it's... fingers and, and voice lessons. I'm dude. I'm so happy that we can finally make this work. And my lesson was just across the street. Oh, it was across the street oh, before fantastic. I got here. So, oh, so maybe we can do this again. Oh, uh, you're gladly uh, welcomed. Thank you. Yeah, if you ever, and we can have you even just co-host and sit here and be a, be a funny gent. I'm down for with that. whoever it is. So I'm down for color commentary. Woo. Not racist. It's beautiful. <laughs> you just made it racist. <laughs> hey, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> Dear sweet friends, you listen to Behind the Mind. Next week, I think we have Sister Chief. I'm not sure. We'll find out. But in any case, you're the best. Have a wonderful time Thank traveling and uh, and giving all your lessons. I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for having me. Bye. It's been wonderful. Woo!
Hello. Hello, people. You've tuned into the MutinyRadio.fm. This is Flat Black Plastic. We have a guest here in the studio, Mr. Harpo Marks. Thank you, Harpo. We'll be having uh, Nero Nava come on later to play some music. But for now, here's some Metallica.
Metallica on Mutiny Radio FM. This is Flat Black Plastic. Thank you, Harpo. Where all the sounds you hear are from plastic that's flat and black and full of goose more Metallica. <laughs> 